0: Are you listening all the way through the end of the podcast? Because did you know that sometimes, not that we make very many mistakes, but occasionally... The end is where we make a fool of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, so if you aren't listening all the way through to the end for the outtakes, make sure you're listening. <laughs> Welcome to Beauty and the Gee, the podcast about jujitsu and life from the female perspective. I'm Jen Eads. I'm a white belt full of curiosity and questions about all things jiu-jitsu.
1: And I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu purple belt, and I run the Role Model Women's Only Grappling Camp.
0: Speaking of Role Model Women's Only Grappling Camp, I think we're going to announce.
1: Yes, we are.
0: (laughs) And we've got her coming on. Tell us about this one.
1: So, I'm super excited to have her on. And obviously, you probably know who she is based on the title of the episode, but (laughs) I'm going to let her introduce herself. Um, But I'm really excited about it. She actually used to be on our team before she moved out to California. So, I've gotten to train with her a lot. She really did start bringing the women of Indiana together from different teams and everything. Um, So, I've learned a lot from her. And I'm just really excited to have her at this year's camp, or I guess
0: next year, but you know, Yes. yes. I'm excited too. Should we jump right into this conversation? Absolutely. All right. Here we go. The first question we have for you is,
1: who are you? I'm Nikki Sullivan. Awesome. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Nikki. I live in San Diego,
2: California, and I train at Autos HQ there, and I'm a full-time um, Jiu-Jitsu athlete and competitor. And I moved here two years ago from Indiana, where I was, uh, I went to school to be a teacher there, and I was a preschool teacher, and then I decided to move and do this
1: full-time. Awesome. And uh, so tell us a little bit about, like, what you have coming up. I have, this weekend, I'm doing the LA Grand Slam, one
2: of the Abu Dhabi Pro Tournaments, and um, then... I mean, I don't really have anything on the agenda. I'm sure I'll do some opens this fall, but the next big thing is Nogi World.
1: Great. I will see you out there. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely plan on doing Nogi World. So um, something that our listeners may not realize is this will actually not be your first time teaching at Role Model Camp, correct? Uh, yeah. Was it the first one? Yeah. Yeah. Saw? You taught at our very first one. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. That's awesome. Like, so. so the, much since then. Right. I know <laughs> everything has grown so much. I mean, you know, like both of our jujitsu, obviously. Um, and then the camp for sure. But yeah, like that was, I think it'll, it will have been six years ago once we hit this camp. So this camp will be our seventh one and you taught at the first. So it's very cool. Do you remember what you taught at that camp? I taught things that I still love doing today. Nice. Very good. Very good. I know we're going to have a lot of women, especially, you know, the the local Midwest ladies that, you know, used to get to train with you a lot here that you actually, uh, something some people might not know is you also started bringing the women together in Indiana. You started all the women's open mats and everything like that, right?
2: Kind of. I mean, um, I think it started out as just a lot of people in that time, a lot of women didn't have other women to train with at their gyms. So I started traveling a lot to train with other girls. And then uh, I can't remember where I went. Maybe it was like Chicago, something like that. and Or maybe just seeing the girls in up open mats that they had. And I was thinking, well, why can't we do something like that here? So it started off just trying to get girls from other gyms together to train. And now, like, a lot of other women have started doing that. They're the queens of the open mats in Ohio. And your camp has become, like, huge. and. So that's really neat to see
1: just how much it's grown. My gosh, it's grown so much. It's amazing. I love it. This is Jen.
0: <laughs> Jen, meet Nikki. Hi, Nikki, meet Hi Nikki. It's nice to meet you through the magic of Zoom <laughs> and podcasting. <laughs> so what got you into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu?
2: Um, I think there's something in me that I always wanted to do some kind of martial arts. And even in the movies that I would watch and shows as a kid, like I always I loved it when there was a badass female character who would like fight and um but martial arts wasn't as common especially where I grew up like there was one girl in my high school on the soccer team who did karate but that was like Mm -hmm. a rare thing and it always seemed like an expensive thing that I didn't want to ask my parents to pay for so um it wasn't until college that I got involved in any kind of martial arts and Indiana University has a really huge martial arts program which is awesome so I actually started and I took a Taekwondo class my freshman year. And then um, just wasn't into it enough to stick with it long term. But uh, my senior year, I ended up having an extra credit that I could use. And so um, I ended up, I was kind of debating between taking a ballroom dance class and then this Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu class that's and awesome I, I, ended up picking the I remember asking one of my friends who did it or had done it some he did like a lot of different martial arts and i asked him you know what do you think am i going to get sexually harassed in this class like am i going to be the only woman and he's like no it'll be fine so i took that and my buddy evan mainweiler was actually the instructor for that class and i got hooked and i started doing the claws and i started finding other opportunities to train outside of those classes too. And just pretty much, I haven't really taken a, a long break from Jiu-Jitsu since then.
1: So you were almost a ballroom dancer.
0: I'm so glad <laughs> that you picked Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> I feel like I made a good
1: choice. Yeah, I
0: think I think for, I like for your dancing, life. You know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. What keeps you going when it gets hard?
2: I think knowing that I have people looking up to me and like who are you know being motivated when i keep pushing like i think about you know even the young girls that i train with or um that i have around me like i i want them to see that you you don't have to give up when it gets hard um so i feel like there's a lot of responsibility for me not to give up and to keep pushing through because It's not just me, there are other people watching. Anything too. Like, I have those days when I just, it's really hard and it hurts. And, you know, I think about quitting. And um, then I think about what else would I rather be doing with my life? (laughs) And it's really hard to think of anything else, like career wise, or even just, you know, even just like, say I had unlimited money and I didn't have to do a job. Just thinking about like my life without training, I can't really imagine that like what am I going to do to sit around like a bum and do
1: nothing. So,
2: <laughs> so you know and it helps to to appreciate that too and to think back and remember you know because it's easy to get bogged down by a bad day but I remember the good days too and to remember also that, like I've had so many of these days at this point and then know that it's going to be better tomorrow and just sometimes I just have to hold on to that and think you know what I'm going to sleep this off and I feel Saturday, I'm going to go have a good cry in the shower. And then I'm going to, I'm going to like get back up tomorrow and do it again.
1: I think we've all been there <laughs> a time or two. <laughs> Maybe today, who knows? <laughs> um, so what would you say that you're most proud of from your like entire jujitsu career?
2: I mean, you know, there are like some tournament accomplishments that I'm proud of and, and things like that. Um, I think for me, just the fact that I like it, it was hard to step out and take risks. And um, especially me, like I'm kind of a control person. I like to plan. I like to, you know, I'm very cautious. And so to so like just say, you know what, I'm going to like leave financial security and just go for this um, dream. Like that, that was hard. But I'm also really proud that I did that. And just in the past couple of years, like every time that I've, Stepped out and kind of taken a risk or gone for something you know I haven't seated every step of the way but like overall uh, I've just seen that like if you're willing to work hard and you're willing to put yourself out there and just try you're you're really capable of a lot more than maybe you thought you were at least for me I was you know I, I couldn't have imagined like five years from now if you asked me what I would be doing right now you know I couldn't imagine that this, this is like a dream not a reality. So I'm really proud of that, that I I took that leap and I made that move and decided to go for it knowing that maybe it wouldn't work out. Yeah. I think for me, that's, that's my proudest.
1: Yeah. I think that's awesome. So you train a lot and you train hard. What do you do like to make sure that you're taking care of your body? Like from a self-care standpoint, from a recovery standpoint, what are some of the ways that you are taking care of yourself?
2: I always try to stretch after every training session, uh, at least for five, ten minutes. That helps me a lot because I get a lot of lower back pain and just different kind of pains in my body. Um, So I notice a difference. I definitely notice a difference when I slack off on that. So I try to stretch really regularly. I do some yoga, too. I use the Yoga for BJJ website outside of training, like when I'm at home, and that helps a lot. Uh, I also do strength training. And the guys that I work with, they train at the gym also. They're um, called Electrum Performance. And they're really great, really smart with the way they do the workouts. They understand that it's a supplement for me. So um, they understand that I'm killing myself in the gym. So the workouts aren't designed to like be super, super intense, like we're working hard, but they're designed to amplify my training. And they work around injuries really well. Like this week, I told them my back was hurting. And one of the workouts I was trying to do was just really hard. So they ended up taking off the weight and making it really lightweight. And then there was another exercise I was supposed to do that day. And I just said, let's forget that today. You don't want to make your back worse. Like we want to only do things that are going to help it. And so that's really nice. Um, having people who are knowledgeable and you know can give... Because for me, I might have just been tempted to push through it and like I can do it and they're like just save it for another day right yeah yeah and just eating well like drinking lots of water things like that are important I think it's important Uh, we really emphasize rest days here so when I train I train really hard and I usually train a couple times a day but I actually generally rest on Wednesdays and rest on the weekend so if I do anything on the weekend it's usually drilling and Wednesdays, I usually will take completely off, maybe lift in the morning. But that helps a lot, too, because then if I kill myself Monday, Tuesday, I have a day to recover, and then I can kill myself again Thursday, Friday, and and so on. So I'm not training every single day. Right. And also, if, if I have a week when I'm just really banged up, maybe I'll take a different day off, or I'll have some light training sessions. Like, if I train a comp training in the morning, that was really hard. And I go back at night. Maybe I try to roll with some white and blue belt where I try to take some runs off. I don't push myself to have another competition training the same day, you know.
1: That's good advice for anyone. I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Okay, so let's let's talk about competition a little bit. Do you tend to recommend for others to compete? And if so, why? Yeah, I think, I,
2: I don't think that you have to compete you enjoy jujitsu, and i think i think actually there are a lot of people who i've talked to who train at autos because it's a very big gym we have a lot of students and several of the people i've talked to said that they initially you know went to other gyms or like weren't sure about training at autos because they were like well i'm not a a full-time competitor like that's maybe too intense for me to go there and the reality is we have the majority of our students aren't full-time competitors they have Deja, they have families um so you know i think people then realize that oh there are like people there who that's is their life and and they train and compete hard but there are the people who maybe compete every once in a while but some of them don't compete and i think it's fine i think there's definitely a lot you can get out of competing even if you're not making that your career if you just learn a lot about yourself and your jiu-jitsu And, you know, for me, um, when I was first coming up, I didn't really compete, I think, the first two years that I trained, almost two years. The ego was, it wasn't my first, it was my second tournament that I did as a white belt. Nice. Right before I got my blue. But I I remember, because I trained a lot with guys at that point and I remember competing being really nice to be able to go against another woman who was similar to my size and skill level and test myself there because it's hard to know sometimes in the gym even if you do have training partners around your size and skill level they know your game they like kind of know how to stop your moves so when you compete you can really see where you are and and measure your, um, your skills and also find out what you need to improve and I know for me too sometimes you can make excuses. Like, oh, well, my training partners are just stronger than me, that's so why it's not working. Um, but when I compete, I'm very competitive against, you know, the person I'm competing against, so I'm like, I should be able to beat them. So now if my move doesn't work, like, okay, there's a problem with my technique and I need to fix that. And it's, it's harder to make that excuse. So I think it really like gives you a real view of your jujitsu and where you need to make
1: changes. That's awesome. So aside from your family and just people in general, let's take people out all together. What do you miss most about being a Hoosier?
2: Ooh. I mean, I like the the people in general, the feel of the Midwest. It's a different culture than out here or like a lot of places. And it's nice when I travel, like some of the places I get to go to have a more Midwest feel, like going to Wyoming or South Dakota or some of these other places. It always feels kind of nostalgic. I just remember I made a post the last time I went home, but I remember being on the airplane landing in Indianapolis, and like people were, um, you know, getting up to to get all their bags down and exit off the plane. Everybody's waiting, like awkward time, and uh, somebody was just having a really hard time getting her bag down, and she had kids with her. And so this guy goes over and starts helping, and they were having trouble getting her bag. So they like grabbed the other bag and pulled that down too. And the guys like, oh, well, they all need to come down anyways. Let's just get them all down. And the lady <laughs> keeps apologizing. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm holding up the line. And this other woman's like, oh, sweetie, we're in Indiana. We all help each other here. I wanted to cry. Like, this is so wonderful. This would not happen in L. A. or like New right. York. <laughs> So yeah, like that, people yeah. would be like cursing and so angry and, uh, yeah, it was just, nice. I awesome. miss that. Like, if, yeah, if I, were gonna... I love that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, you yeah. just touch down in Indiana and we all become Hoosiers. Like right. it's the Midwest. <laughs> we're just going to help each other out. <laughs> yeah.
2: Holding doors for you. and it's just
1: pretty- Right. Yeah. And pleases and thank yous and all of that. I remember I was in New York the first time for PANS and, um, I said excuse me to somebody and they like looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> they just they just like stared at me like I don't know. <laughs> I was like, uh yeah. Am I not supposed to talk to you? Like I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I didn't mean to bump you. I'm sorry. <laughs> like you're definitely not from around here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I I love that. I mean, you know, we get to travel a lot too, but um, yeah, I, I enjoy I definitely enjoy the the Midwest culture. I don't enjoy winters. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I could do without that. Yeah. It's nice to come up for Christmas for like two weeks. Yeah, Christmas,
2: yeah. And then be like, yeah, winter <laughs> but,
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The the fall is kind of nice too. Like I mean I, I prefer mm-hmm. hot weather altogether, but the fall is nice just for the, you know marshmallows and that kind of right. stuff, the bonfires, the chili, that those kinds of things. Yeah, so I love the
2: song. So,
1: we're super excited to have you back. Um, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but I asked uh, the ladies like who they were hoping to see, and we've had several women comment that they were hoping you'd be one of the ones we announced. So, oh,
2: I saw that. It's super yeah. Yeah. No, I'm really excited yeah, so.
1: It's exciting
2: because this camp is like, you know, like you said, like I was at the first one, and it was pretty small. Um, yeah. And just I'm gonna be coming back now into my
1: home yeah.
2: home city yeah. kind of and um, yeah, no, I'm really excited. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm excited too. I'm 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 just thrilled uh about the camp in general. I think it's gonna be amazing. And to think how far we've come, like that first one, it was basically just like, okay, who of my friends can I get to teach that <laughs> that know a few things? Okay. And now, you know, we've got um I, I won't tell who else because you know, I don't know what order these are all being released <laughs> yeah. in. But um, but yeah, we've got some some big big people coming in. So I'm, I'm really excited about it. So happy to have you on that list of, of women coming in to teach. So very excited. Um, We usually do like an on the mat or off the mat tip um, just for anything to help with your life in general or life with jujitsu. Do you have a tip for anyone that you'd like to share? One thing that I started doing the first year i was out here like the first
2: in world camp um and just dealing with all that pressure and the the intense you know days and days when we wanted to cry and um so i started saying to myself i would be like it's going to be a good day (laughs) even if i felt like crap and uh and some of the other girls started saying it too we would start saying to each other like when somebody came in you could tell they were just like tired and struggling and like, good day guys. And just like really trying to focus on, on the positives and, you know, because mindset is really important in anything you're doing. Like you can, you know, make a big difference just in your energy and in your, you know, emotional state by like telling yourself positive things and and you really can almost fake it till you make it in some ways. So for me, like, if I start thinking negative thoughts and like letting myself, you know, think that I suck and, and things like that. It um just really brings me down in a big way. So, um, that's a big thing that I've tried to focus on is just telling myself positive things, telling myself even like just in my head, being like, you can do this. Like, you can just keep moving, finding you know a little thing that I can do. Like, even if it's just literally, don't stop moving, don't right. don't stop. That helps me a lot. Just have something that I can hold on to and focus on. So. That would be my tip. Just like find something positive that you can focus on that you can tell yourself every day that will like keep you going.
1: That's good. We like a good mantra here. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> positive self-talk, we like that a lot. So all right. Day. Well thank you. Thank you so much. And um, you know, go out and and make it a good day today too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You too. <laughs> Thanks, Nikki. Thanks. Bye. Thank you guys. All right. So we're very thankful to have Nikki on today. Appreciate her meeting with us real fast before she headed to competition training. So next year, well, 2020, all right? So this is what we're talking about, Role Model Camp 2020, and that's May 1st through the 3rd. Registration uh, is up at thefighthub.com, and if you just look under seminars, you can find that on there and we'll have a link to it in the show notes yes we will yes of course and i've got some really really big things that we're going to be rolling out including uh we are doing a next generation portion for this so there will be a whole track for girls ages 8 to 14 um they'll get their own instructors their own fun their own games all that so um if you have a daughter or you know a girl in jiu-jitsu that would be interested in joining us for that, you'll be able to
0: register her as well on the Fight Hub. All right. I'm looking forward to it already. <laughs> Me too. And we'll see you on, on the, the mat. mat. This has been a production of the Brassy Broadcasting Company. Welcome to Beauty and the Gee, the jiu-jitsu podcast. <laughs> Perfect start. Right. Of course, that's going to wind up at the end. Right. In the outtakes. (laughs) In the
1: outtakes. Right. If you miss
0: that, we do outtakes at the end.
1: (laughs) Deep breath. Will this be at the end and they won't know? I don't know.
0: (laughs) I don't know. You're going to have to listen to the episode to find out and see what magic lies at the end. Okay, here we go.